3: KFI AM
4: 640. You're listening to the John and Ken show on demand on the iHeartRadio app. We're on the radio from one until four. And then after four o'clock, you miss something. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with you? Should be the center of your day. Well, you can listen to John and Ken on demand, the podcast and uh, listen anytime you want day or night.
5: Yeah. And in about 15 minutes, there'll be another keyword. There's one more on this show. Conway's got another keyword. You can win some money from KFI and our lovely corporate iHeart people. So be listening for the keyword, and John repeats it in case you're a little distracted when it first plays. That's coming up around 3.20. Then follow the instructions to win the money. Coming up later on in the hours, you know, John, I know you're going to be riveted to the television in two hours watching old Joe speak to the nation about uh, Uh, Israel, Hamas, and Ukraine. Actually, he's going to talk about wanting to grab a whole lot of money to throw to Ukraine and Israel. So. That's Let's hope he makes it to the end. It's 8 p.m. Do you think he's going to be really kind of hunched over? <sighs> hey, he's he's. You say his day ends at like 9, right? Or 11? Uh, 12? No, his public day is only from
4: um, I think it was 10 2 to 4. O'clock. 10 p.m. Oh, 10 p.m. 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. 4 p.m. Eastern. Mm-hmm. That's it. You will not see him in public. Well, if he'll be
5: in public tonight. It'll be 8 p.m.
4: Right, right, right. But most work days, that's why this is highly unusual, most work days... He has no public events after 4 o'clock. He, he goes to bed.
5: Do you think he's recovered enough from that long trip all the way to Israel and back? And what was that tape we played before?
6: <laughs> it was,
5: yeah, he was on Air Force One talking to reporters. It's very slow and it's just very, not, I, I have to really lean in to hear him. It's, it can't last long. Uh, anyway, uh, there's a couple of riffs to talk about in Congress. Obviously, the Republicans with the speaker thing, but the Democrats, this is interesting. Some of them are coming after Biden for the support of Israel. We'll give you all this in a few minutes. Well, leave it to the Daily Mail, the tabloid out of the United Kingdom, to do some digging to tell us a little bit more about the perpetrator of that horrible crash in Malibu the other night. This was Tuesday night where four college students were killed. We now know their names. Uh, Naima Ralston, Peyton Stewart asha weir and deslin williams they died on the scene of pacific coast highway an area known locally as dead man's curve wasn't that a song yeah, yeah jan and like, dean jan and dean uh, from
4: uh, but that was about another road
5: that was about another road the headline is from the daily mail star baseball player frazier michael Bohm, 22 who crashed into four Pepperdine sorority sisters in fatal BMW crash off a of bend on the Pacific Coast Highway, went to a $31,000-a-year a high school, and his family home is an $8.7 million beach mansion. All right, what do you conclude quickly quickly from seeing that headline, right? Uh, some sort of a privileged rich kid? Who I, I, wanted... think, I think that's the impression the Daily Mail was giving, yeah. Yep, yeah. uh, two days after his 22nd birthday is when this happened six foot 490 pound 22 year old and uh again all they're talking about is speed they are still saying that he did not test positive for any alcohol or drugs but he was
4: he was driving quite erratically from any report i i read he was just swerving all over the place like a lunatic
5: but he wasn't racing anybody from what we know so he was just enjoying driving fast in his car
4: I, i I, I, I guess so. I mean, it's just he was driving so crazy, people just assumed it must be a race. But they haven't found any evidence that he no. was racing somebody. He, But you've seen these guys. I mean, we see them all the time on, on, on the interstates and certainly on PCH. They're just lunatics. And they swerve across lanes, pass everybody up. They're going 80, 90, 100-plus miles an hour. And uh, if I don't know if they're jacked up on drugs or they're in a bad mood or this is this is a great sport for them. And they're they're psychopaths.
5: Well, according to the Daily Mail Digging, he had 8000 followers on Instagram, which showed his lavish Los Angeles life, flying on private jets, posing with celebrities and attending swanky dinners. Hmm. I think Uh, everybody knows that type of kid. His parents actually look like they got divorced a number of years ago. Now his bond, it says, was set at fifty grand, but payment was not required because he was freed by police or still further investigation. I, I I mean, sometimes if you hit somebody and you stay at the scene, it could be quote just a terrible tragic accident, and you're not going to be charged. I'm not saying that's the case here, but that's probably what they're talking about. If they have to put together a case. They can't well, just say, "Well, we know he was speeding," but they have to get all the evidence you, together. And, you can uh, only hold somebody for forty-eight hours, right?
4: And if if there's any uh, if there, any any part of the case is complicated, and here, if you saw the photos, and the Daily Mail had a lot of them, these cars were
5: shredded and crumpled. Yeah, I wonder and how it was fast just, he was going.
4: Uh, to me, it looks like he had to been going like hundred miles an hour.
5: But it said he was unscathed. And according to the Daily Mail he did try to leave but onlookers apprehended him.
4: Yeah, they tackled I don't know if him. That's true but that's what the story says here. Yeah, he he got tackled. And there is a photo of him sitting on a uh, on a cement bench near the cops. Oh, at the scene? At the scene. Yeah, they they've published that photo. Oh, uh wow. just today, just a few hours ago.
5: And again, reports are that Malibu's witnessed 4,000 traffic collisions on its 21-mile PCH just in the last decade. So the girls,
4: I hear, were uh, standing in between two parked cars when he swerved and crashed into the first set of cars and then continued on and hit other, other vehicles, and they were standing in between somehow. And they were, were they trying to cross the street? Was it clear what they were I, doing? I think or? they were standing and talking. Oh. And see. and they were you, you couldn't identify them immediately. That 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 their bodies were so
5: sh- oh, shredded no. by the crash. So, because of the,
4: one of the stories said the, the 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 police said he was he was texting at the time.
5: Oh dear. You know, okay. this is well,
4: this well, is from this... random stories. We'll see what's true in the and end. And possibly going very fast. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's obviously just going fast I mean that's not a 20 mile an hour accident
5: that's just... no do you think that they got also got hit by the cars he hit is that what you're saying there were yeah yeah that cars? he that he when he hit it such a incredible
4: force that it pushed these cars into the girls and
5: okay. and the, they were they were squeezed in between so technically at least it says here according to the California penal code he was released on the grounds that the officer, is satisfied that so far there are insufficient grounds for making a criminal complaint against the person who was
4: arrested. They're not going to be able to charge him with murder because that that has to be some kind of This is a manslaughter case? This is vehicular manslaughter with gross negligence is what I saw. Right. Which is a few years in prison. Now, I don't know if that could be multiplied by the four deaths, but he's likely he's going to go for prison. I don't know how long.
5: That reminds me of that socialite. Remember the woman in the valley that ran down the kids on the crosswalk? Yeah. I remember that story and I think that case is still pending before the courts but I think that's what they charged her with too. Yeah, well, I mean, you know what they got to, they're going to go they're going to get their witnesses
4: together if he was speeding down PCH leading up to it. People will call in and said, "I saw that guy. I saw that guy." No. Yeah. And they'll start taking statements and they'll start to, it'll point to the recklessness and the gross negligence because the way the law is written is if you do something even if your intent wasn't to kill but it was so reckless and outrageous that you should have known that death.
5: But we don't have was, free will. We high, found that out earlier yeah. from the Stanford we, professor. Right. Right? Yes. Whatever it, he was doing, he had no control over right. it. He was programmed to do that.
4: See? Uh, that was going to happen. So if, 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 you, if you tried that recklessly, then a reasonable person should have known there was a high likelihood that this could be deadly. Right. And so that's why it becomes a felony crime and you end up going to prison. Now I don't know how long he's gonna last in prison, considering the clientele that is normally there.
5: The clientele oh. Oh, six foot four, hundred ninety pounds. That's pretty skinny. This again is LA County. Who goes to prison? Right? He's got Gascon on his side. Oh, I
4: I know. I mean, considering the climate, but but boy, having having four uh, pretty sorority girls oh, all yeah, massacred really like this. Yeah, you know, he's he's going to have to have to pay for it. It's funny, I see so little about the girls all day long. I've been I've been uh, looking around to see where they're from, and nobody has written a thing. Uh, I, one of them lived in Georgia at one time, and I, I, I'm I, they're out of the area, I guess, or out uh, of state because you don't see the any interviews with the family members locally who are who'd be raising a ruckus here. So they must be scattered around the state or around the country.
5: Yeah, it says find- that they were all in their 20s seniors at Pepperdine's Seaver College of Liberal Arts.
4: Yeah. But, uh And well, there, there was there was a frat party very close by. they think maybe the girls were going there. And they were uh, part of this sp- specific sorority. All he
5: had was minor scratches and bruises. Wow.
4: Yeah. Well, you, you know what? An expensive BMW probably has uh, uh, great safety features and airbags that go off. Right.
5: And so that's why he he, uh, he got away with it. All right. When we return, your chance for money, a keyword will be revealed. John and Ken, KFI AM 640, live everywhere,
6: iHeartRadio app. You're listening to John and Ken On Demand from KFI AM 640.
5: All right. We had mentioned earlier in the show that there was a protest action in, in Congress yesterday. There were protesters who showed up and uh, they were fired up by a uh, Michigan congresswoman. We're going to play the audio in a moment because she's one of these people, and as far as I know, she hasn't apologized yet or made any retraction. But she, she was not. blamed. No, she, she's, she, she's never going to. She has blamed Israel, of course, for the bombing of the hospital in Gaza, <laughs> which is very much in doubt uh, based on all the evidence we've heard about so far. Uh, her name is Rashida Blabe. Uh, you may have heard of her. Or you may not have heard of her. But uh, she is one of the first Muslims to serve in the United States Congress. In fact, she was the first to serve in the Michigan legislature. In 2018, she won the Democratic nomination for the U.S. House in Michigan's 13th congressional district. And as you might have guessed, the eldest of 14 children. She was born to working class Palestinian immigrants in Detroit. So that explains her passion. And she hates uh, Jewish people and hates Israel. Well, we're going to play you part of what she said to the uh, crowd, and uh, let's listen in.
2: But what is starting to get really, really, really clear and very loud is that somehow many of us in this room, because of our political opinions, because maybe our faith is a certain faith, maybe because our ethnicity is a certain ethnicity, that somehow we're subhuman, that somehow we're not as equal, to again, of human to be able to live. And really survive and be able to thrive in our country and in the world. It's like it doesn't even matter. And that's what's been really painful. It's just continue to watch people think it's okay to bomb a hospital.
7: (laughs) Where children.
2: (laughs) Shame, shame. There you go. All
7: right.
2: You know what's so hard sometimes is watching those videos and, and the people telling the kids don't cry. And like let them cry. And they're shaking. And somebody, you know this, they keep telling them not to cry in Arabic. They they can cry. I can cry. We all can cry. If we're not crying, something is wrong. And so I'm telling you right now. (laughs) President Biden, not all America's with you on this one. And you need to wake up and understand that. People commit genocide and killing a vast majority just like this, and we still stand by and say nothing. We will remember this, but all of you, you need to know. I swear to you Allah, you are on the right side of history. You are. You're doing everything possible to save lives. What is wrong with that? Stop it with trying to try to politicize this.
5: Oh, my God. Yeah, she's wow. pretty worked up.
2: This Elephant, was yesterday, uh, and as
5: you know, a group went into the uh, Cannon House office building. Capitol Police uh, said but, 300 okay. demonstrators were arrested. That is a severely
4: emotionally unhinged woman there. She, she's, the source, uh, source of her rage is is a false story. The Palestinians killed all the Palestinians in the hospital. That yeah, she rock- took
5: advantage of an incredibly sympathetic story and went without the facts. You're right. Right. So, the aggressor were Palestinians
4: who made a half-assed homemade rocket that malfunctioned and then killed hundreds of other Palestinians. There wasn't an Israeli within miles of this event. They didn't make the bomb, they didn't launch it. They weren't in the hospital it was palestinians killing other palestinians and by the time she gives this speech the whole world knew it so this is just pure propaganda hysteria you know you know she she needs to be hospitalized if the rocket had not misfired and landed on its intended target she would have not have said a word it was intended to kill jewish people and she's angry That it killed Palestinians instead of the Jewish people. And her brain can't accept that it was Palestinians who set the rocket off. The Palestinians were the would-be murderers there. The Jewish people were the intended victims. And she inverted the entire event and told a big lie to whip up the crowd to believe the lie. So that there'd be even more
5: emotional energy against Jewish people in this country. So right now, both parties are facing divides. Obviously, the Republicans can't get together to get a speaker. And the Democrats are starting to... And we should point out, she's one of the Democrat socialists. And yeah, of course, a, the term is the squad. She's uh,
4: AOC's best friend.
5: Yes, I know. And uh, what's yep. her name? Ilhan Omar? Yes. You know, the other woman from Minnesota. Uh, but uh, I, I don't know how many Democratic socialists are on the Democratic Party in Congress in Washington. But they are starting to get pretty angry with Biden. Because they don't like all this help for Israel. Well, I guess they're going to be. I guess she's going to be screaming and crying for a
4: long time, because we're going to be giving a huge billions of dollars to Israel,
5: and the American people support that.
4: Yes, and it's the right thing to do. This this is this is, this is the, the the correct thing to do when they were blindsided and the Israelis had their people slaughtered. You know, at, at early in the morning on a holiday. This was a hundred percent. Violent, murderous aggression by Hamas, which is a Palestinian terrorist group. And you cannot rewrite the facts. You cannot make up an alternate reality to justify your insanity.
5: All right, we got more coming up. Johnny Ken, KFI AM 640. We're live everywhere. iHeart
2: Radio app. Let me just run this by my lawyer is a really helpful phrase to have in your back pocket. Legal Shield has been giving legal peace of mind for over 50 years.
7: Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport, and me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeart Radio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast.
6: You're listening to John and Ken on demand from KFI AM six forty.
4: On the radio from one until four. You missed stuff today. Are you just showing up now. What? Wow. <sighs> You're lucky. You're we, fired. You're lucky we don't throw you out. You're late to work. After four o'clock, we post John and Ken on demand on the iHeart app. Same show. Oh, it's so a that's fun- like
5: detention. You can stay after school to listen to the show. <laughs> that's right. And you've got to listen to the whole thing mm. and write a report. <laughs> yes. You'll hear about John's, uh, uh, he likes lobotomies. That's one thing you'll catch. Yes, that's the word of the day. The theme of the show today is lobotomies. Uh, We got the voice line, which returns tomorrow during this hour. So you still have time to leave a message using the iHeartRadio app or calling the toll free number, 1 877 Moist86, 1 877 664 7886. Do you have, John, a bug out bag? (laughs) Well, there's a story. Do I? Well, you're the one with the bunker. There is a couple of companies. Oh, oh I know what you're talking about. Yeah, Prepare what they call bug-out bags. If you have to leave your home in a hurry, you need supplies. Depending on what it is you're fleeing from. Uh, they say that um, they're selling big time. One-third of Americans bought prepper supplies like food, water, toilet paper, and survival kits mm-hmm. at a cost of $11 billion in the period between April 2022 and April of this year. That's me. Forty percent of Gen Z people said they spent money on doomsday supplies, just beating millennials at thirty-nine mm-hmm. percent. Uh, the average prepper spent one hundred and fifty bucks on supplies. You the know, most common would be the food and water, toilet paper, medical supplies, survival you, kits.
4: You've heard the phrase, "The wisdom of the crowds."
5: They, <laughs> when a
4: large enough group, the has, mob, yeah, has an instinct. Uh, go with that instinct.
5: We're all picking up the vibes out there. Uh, Well, it's not just because of what's going on, starting with Ukraine, Russia, right? Yeah, for me. Israel, Hamas, and and there's also earthquakes, fires. Mm. There seems to be a collection of reasons why people are doing this all around the country. Uh, But um, Civil war? Civil war, right? There's people in this story that uh, there's a woman in New York City that says she's got a bug-out bag ready to go. It's actually for a family of four. But you know what? Better to be safe. I guess she lives alone. She doesn't need mm-hmm. the brands are preppy and Judy. Uh, they were listed. Oh, this is in Oprah's favorite things offer basic kits. Now this is a, can be as low as hundred bucks. To you can buy an advanced kit worth thousands of dollars of supplies.
4: Now this this is a bag that you can uh, jump in your car and take off with. That's right. Yes. Right. Because I have I have all the I have everything anchored in the bunker. Oh,
5: so what are you going to do if you have to leave the bunker?
4: Well now like I'm Like the house is burning. Now or I'm well, I mean I've always got stuff in my car.
5: But yeah.
4: uh, not to the extent that we have in the bunker and uh, actually this this bug out bag story made me think that
5: the uh, core of every had. kit is a military grade 3-day supply of food and water with a 5-year shelf life. Mm. Hmm. You did that. You got some of those things, didn't you? Some oh, I
4: I've got I've got, uh, I've got food that can last 25 years. Oh, then you're ready. Yeah, and I have buckets of it in the basement, hey. in the bunker. Yeah.
5: All right, <laughs> uh, you laugh.
4: You'll be an incinerated mess, and I'll be happily eating. I have bunts and burners to warm like it up. Like I said many
5: times before, got... considering what the world may look like, I may be glad I got incinerated quickly. Yeah, I know, I... Well, I Will of, you hang on and die of some cancer from all the <laughs> nuclear fallout. or Your hair starts falling out. You're sitting there chewing on your MRE. <laughs> rawr, rawr. I'm alive, though. <laughs> <laughs> I win. And then I'll send you an exit bag. <laughs> and that's at the bottom of the prepper bags, an exit bag. If all else fails, <laughs> got to get a whole bag collection. I got to get the exit the bag and the bug out bag. Ooh. Death by nitrogen. Uh, that's they how they're going to kill people in Texas on death row Oh, now. yeah, right. A nitrogen bag. Yeah, that would be something that would be cool. Uh, This uh, guy who does these kinds of prepper sales said that his audience is increasing in diversity. People are becoming more and more aware (laughs) of the problems in the world and how fallible things are. Mm -hmm. Uh, The story mentions that there has been uh, severe flooding in places like New York City, and of course, wildfires in Hawaii. Of course, that was a big story. Uh, And uh, earthquakes, of course, here in California. So it's not just the idea that... um, you know, Putin is going to blow us all up, or Iran's going to start a no, nuclear but it, war it, it, with it, Israel, or because we're
4: we're so stupid, we all these uh, weather events or natural disasters have, have always gone on, but we we are just too stupid in where we build, what we build, and how we protect ourselves from uh, unusual events. You yeah. don't have to have these disasters. You just be rational. It's like, hey, we shouldn't have, you know, homes uh, built. On the beach during a hurricane in a hurricane zone, right? Right. Just don't do that. But all right, we'll go do that. You know, don't build homes deep in the forest where
5: there's just... wildfires.
4: Yeah, right. right. It's like right. don't do that. Right. A lot of these things just don't do. Then you do it, and oh, uh, at a terrible thing that happened! Your fault. You built it there. Yeah, I mean, this almost sounds bigger. Why but... is it? Why is it so hard for people to look at it that way? It, it, the default is always something happened to me and I'm a victim instead of, hey, you put yourself in
5: play. What did you think was going to happen someday? I guess these could oh. be so big, though, they go beyond, you know, just living in the forest or living on the uh, ocean. Yeah. I don't know. That's- I mean, used to live up in the hills and then we, we, we had
4: a, a fire scare one day. And we had to we had to get somebody to run to the preschool and pick up our kid. And I remember we were driving down the hill, and there was smoke everywhere, and you could see some flames in the distance. And it really hit me. It's like, what the hell am I doing? What, what are we doing here? And and then my wife and I were talking about possibly, you know, moving someday, downsizing to a smaller house. And she suggested an area. I go, that's 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 the fire zone. Oh yeah, that's right, it's the fire zone. Well, <laughs> what do you want that for? That's all you have to do is make a decision, like, that's a fire zone. I don't live there. Not. I'm going to live in a fire zone and then wail and cry on television as I'm watching my home burn down.
5: Don't don't go there. Remember the show years ago with the mudslides, people that live on the top of the you know, right. with the yes. beautiful views, and then, yeah. well, if it rains too much, first everything comes slipping right. down. They ended up with a beautiful view of the bottom of the ocean. All right, we'll return. John and Ken, KFI AM 640.
6: You're listening to John and Ken On Demand. From KFI AM
5: 640. The 30-year fixed mortgage rate is at 8%. That's not been seen since the year 2000. This ought to be crushing like the housing markets, right? The, uh, I heard a fascinating explanation today hmm. that uh, the the housing prices are still going up. How can that be? Because um, it says here... People taking out mortgage loans is dropping. Be, be, yes. But because the
4: interest rates are so high, anyone who has like a two point two point eight interest rate, like we do, right? There's a yeah. chance we're gonna we're gonna sell now and buy a house at eight percent. Okay. So that has squished the supply. The supply is so Small. Oh, I see that. That that's the the what price drives the price. That up drives the price anybody up. Anybody that's
5: willing to buy has less to look at. Yeah, right?
4: and also at the same time, there's so many people who can't afford to buy a house now because of the eight percent rate that they're renting, which means the the rental market's very competitive. It's, very it's driving up rental prices. One of it the says ma-
5: here mortgage demand applications plunged 7% last week, sliding to levels not seen since 1995. Are we headed like like Jimmy Carter years with the, with the interest I, rates? I saw something today
4: where uh, if you buy an 8% mortgage uh, now, uh, it's going to add up to half a million dollars in payments over the course of your loan for the average homeowner in the country. Oh, wow. Uh, over 30 years. It's... it's so it's it's not hard to figure out that. They, and yet re-
5: it doesn't seem, because there was a couple of articles I read, well, while, while inflation, it, well, it's not really even moderating. It's still horrible. It's like these things are supposed to work if the Fed raises the rates and now it's up to 5.5%, which hasn't been seen in two, that's the prime rate from the Fed, in two decades. It's supposed to put a dampener on spending and inflation rates and sometimes it does and the next month's report comes out and it's still pretty horrific so yeah it, it's it's not working whatever these geniuses thought was going to happen that's not what's happening i just think people just still want to spend and they'll do what they have to do to spend if that's borrowing that's what they'll do i'd like to see an updated report on uh i did see one a few weeks ago on america's borrowing binge and how far out of uh, control that is because uh you know if you're and if you're going to borrow too you're going to have to pay these kinds of interest rates on on some of these loans, whether it's credit cards or.
4: Yeah, I had, I had a thing and I can't find it right now. Maybe this is it here. Uh,
5: Is that, is
4: all, all the uh, cumulative inflation is well into double digits on all the thing you, things you buy in the grocery stores. If you add up the last three years, it's all in the twenties and 30% range. And that's what people are looking at every day. Because once you've decided, I'm not going to buy a house or I'm not going to rent a bigger house, that inflation rate doesn't bother you, right? Because you're not dealing with those markets. And one third of the consumer price index is is housing and and rent. But a lesser percentage is what's in the grocery store. But what's in the grocery store is what people see every
5: day. That's right. And that's why they're so crazy. And, uh, it's like the gas prices. That's yeah. what you see every day driving by the stations. And
4: all the numbers, the, all the numbers are, are just ridiculous. And, and they stay. See, even if inflation so, sh- slows down, you know your eggs are still up thirty eight percent. Just because it stopped going up doesn't mean you're not paying thirty eight percent
5: more every time you go. Yeah, that's the, that's the key. With well, inflation is moderating. That's because oil
6: just went up a little fraction, but it's still very high, right? Probably crazy. All right, Conway's here. Are you guys auditioning for a weekend financial show? We're always auditioning. That'd be a great idea. Yeah. Cuz uh Ken's got a background in in finance, right? Oh yeah, I know. He's an accountant. An accountant? No, we're talking about handle. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs>
5: there you go. Financial Dropping show. on a sec with a financial show on the weekend. <laughs> that's great. KFI has a financial
6: show on the weekend, don't That's we? right. That's right. Called Money Matters. That's or um, was... money, uh, uh, I don't know. You track you all this stuff. listen
5: to the stuff. station 24-7, I know. you? know. You? you know all this. The money... I mean, you come on the air and you're like, you heard us at 1 o'clock. I'm like, what does he do all day?
6: Yeah, that's true. The money whisperer on weekends, isn't it? money I do. I do listen to the station all the time. I I've been listening since I was a kid to the station, Uh and I when I don't know before I worked here. I'd go to like a Target or Walmart, not bragging, but you know I've made a couple of bucks. <laughs> and I would sit in the parking lot and listen to you guys, and not get out until the commercial. And I'd see like five or six guys get out of their car, and you could like sort of hear it in the parking lot. <laughs> it's a big station, man. It all really of is. them high. <laughs> <laughs> all what, of them unemployed. What are you all sitting
4: <laughs> in a parking lot at two in the afternoon at like, a Target like, or a Walmart?
6: Yeah. You know, you got to stretch <laughs> out. Every Those once are the guys you keep your kids away from. <laughs> yeah, there <laughs> we go. These guys are cool. That's great, man. <laughs> I, it, it it does make the show different when you are high, though. I will tell
5: you. Yeah, that. you've said that. I. Yeah. I One day
4: we I ought to do it high.
6: Yeah. I thought you always did. No. no. Oh, geez. But oh. I, I like when you do the show drunk on uh, from Katarina's <laughs> Club. When you get buzzed. Oh. <laughs> Uh, like a sack of wine or a box of wine or something. That's when he gets into <laughs> the dro- robe. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> All right, uh, Kalina Ast- uh, Astrinos is coming on today. They're doing something at KCAL that I got uh, cornered into. And then uh, Dean Sharp is coming on at 620. And uh-huh. so if you like both of those people, you got a hell of a show in front of you, bub. Dig dog. <laughs> That's right. all if, you need. If you
5: don't, uh, what are you going to do? Now he's the money whisper or the house uh, whisperer? house whisper. Okay, okay. Yes. Yeah.
6: Right. But he comes on after the money whisper. Okay. And the cooking whisper. <laughs> uh huh. The, the 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 fork whisper. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the fork
4: whisper. <laughs> you got to print out a schedule for me so I could track all this. He's <laughs> on before all those guys. Uh, Conway's on <laughs> yeah, next. Really. Here Just we go. Dig dong. Dig dong with you. Hersher's Come on. The news. Yeah. Live in the twenty-four hour cafe newsroom.
5: Wow. Hey, you've been listening to the John and Ken show. You can always hear us live on KFI AM 640, 1 p.m. to 4 p.m. every Monday through Friday. And of course, anytime on demand on the iHeartRadio app.